friends can be a lot of different things right and sometimes if you're in a relationship you start talking and that person can be that friend but then they might be using that ammo to maybe get you because they might see that your significant other has something that they do not have Mm -hmm. so i think you know i just don't think it's possible to be a friend now and can be a social hi everyone welcome to seated with strangers The season we're exploring this topic of unsubscribing from pop culture and social norms. My name is Shaquana and I'm seated with Danya and Lee. On today's episode, we'll be talking about can men and women just be friends? I want to start it off with a question. So let me ask you ladies, can women and men be just friends? And do you believe the culture reinforces it's not possible to be just friends? There's a there's a lot of different levels and caveats and all that to thinking about being just keeping it honest. Like, do you have an attraction to that person? Do you guys have like an old history together? Sometimes it's it's like you know you think you can be just friends, but then like that whole rom com type of situation where you think you're friends and then they there for you at that that minute and then everything goes to kaputs. It makes everything all difficult. So I, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's real. It's a real difficult situation, depending on, you know, I guess that level of chemistry. To be honest, like between you and that person, and you know, the respect level that if they have like somebody else. I'm going to agree with you, Danya, on that. There is the slippery slope, but for me, so <laughs> I have older sisters, then I have brothers then it's two girls under the brothers. So we were always with my brothers. For most part, I have more male friends than I have female friends. Mm -hmm. And we definitely are just friends. No more, no less. Although I must say, if they've had partners, usually if they see me, now I'm respectful, but usually if they see me, there's a, oh, there's no way you guys can just be friends. I think it can be done. Like you said, there has to be a level of respect. Hey, their boundaries are in place. You know, we don't go beyond X, Y, and Z. I'm knowing their partners, their partners know my partner, that kind of thing. But I, I do think it can be done, but there has to be boundaries in place for sure. I personally think it can work. If you do not have a significant other, if you have a significant other, then I don't think it can be possible. And the reason why is because if you're in a relationship with someone and you have that friend, that friend is going to know every bad thing, every good thing about you and your relationship. And they can use that to come with alternate motives Mm. to try to maybe get you. Because again, if you haven't established where you are as friends, because friends can be a lot of different things. And Mm -hmm. sometimes if you're in a relationship, you start talking and that person can be that friend, but then they might be using that ammo to maybe get you because they might see that, your significant other has something that they do not have. Mm. So I think, you know, I just don't think it's possible to be a friend now. It can be associate, a work buddy, you know, even maybe a work wife. But as a friend, like, I don't work. I, I, I'm not that saying, was I mean, too. You know, 
Well, I mean, I mean, again, it, it, that can be slippery too. But again, I think what needs to happen is some level of has to be set forth. Hey, this is what is going on. Are we just, you know, friends, or are you? attracted to me if you are attracted to me then no we can't be friends because again it's always that risk of you overstepping and getting in our uncharted areas i was gonna say <laughs> i agree with the partly what you're saying about when you tell people stuff and they can kind of use it against you and it's not necessarily in a bad way but if y'all have this friendship and they're not you know, respecting the boundaries or they may have, their feelings may have changed towards you. They're taking everything that you're talking about, that what you're, what you need, what's lacking from your partner, the support, all the stuff that you don't tell them. They're, they're building up their whole little arsenal. So when, you know, when your partner may be slipping on things, it's like, hey, well, you know, let's go do this. So I know, you know, this, she may like this or he may like that. So they start, you know, sliding in where they know that somebody else is with their partner is, you know, lacking because they have firsthand, you know, account of everything that's going on. They have a game plan. Right. Right. But for me, if they ever came to me, first thing I say is, did you go to your partner? Mm. Did you go to your spouse? Did you go to your mate? You can't come to me because I'm not in the relationship with you. That has to be a conversation between the two. Because the minute you come to me, then it's, you know, you're, it's a boundary that's, that you're going beyond. With if a it's friend. something involving you, hey, I want to, if you say, I want to get her a gift, not quite sure, I may make a suggestion. But at the end of the day, do you have to talk with your person. You, you need to know what your person likes. You need to be able to go to who you're dealing, you know, who your relationship is with. Because if not, like you said, there's that slippery slope because people can use that, you know, create a wedge or, you know, use it at their convenience. Um, Other than that, no. (laughs) All right. right. I mean, let's look at it this way too. The friend can also be biased too. So, that person can, let's just say, they're going to always agree with the friend. Mm-hmm. I mean, nine times out of ten, they're going to always agree with friends. So if that person says, yes, I went to my significant other, blah, 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 nine times out of ten, they're going to believe them anyway and say, oh, okay, you went to that person and they didn't do what I wanted to. And then the friend's going to be the person to let them cry on their shoulder and then utilize that. So, you know, again, it's just a, it's just real slippery. Okay. I just don't think, if you're again, if you're in a relationship, you know, there is there is levels of friendships that you can be in versus if you're just two single people. Then, yeah, women and men can be friends. Mm-hmm. Now, on the flip side before I'm sorry, okay. Diane, on the flip side, though, <laughs> if you know the person beforehand, that changes the dynamic on a lot of different things. Because, again, if you had female friends coming into the relationship, your significant other should Again, keyword should, should honor that. And again, your friends before then should, you know, right. hey, this is the level we're at right now. I agree. Right. I agree. All right. Next question. What are misconceptions that men and women have about each other that prevents us from having healthy friendships and relationships? I think oftentimes I hear. I hear it mainly from men. Men say, 
he only wants to be your friend because he wants something from you. You know, like he wants more than just to be your friend. And sometimes that's not even the case. But, I, you know, I think that creates a hesitation to where a lot of women are like, hey, you know, I don't want to, you know, be your friend because in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, is it going to be more? Right. Are you just are you just trying to talk to me, be my friend because you're working on something else? Gotcha. Not just, hey, we can hang out, you know, just want to get to know you, that kind of thing. And it's strictly platonic. So I think that often brings in a level of, I don't know if you're talking to me to be genuine, you know, to really be my friend or you're, you have ulterior motives. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that too. And it's the same thing when it comes to finances as well. Like, you know, do our females only after, you know, males money, or even this day and age, our males after females with money. You know, a lot of times they say, oh, it's getting, it was getting cold outside, ladies, let's see what we set your house. It's like, you know, because if they homeless, they go try to come stay with you or something like that. Or, you know, the same thing with guys, like she only won $40 or something, you know, crazy like that. But that so that can be a misconception that, you know, a female is only after a guy for money. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's another one of the another mis- misconceptions that kind of interferes with having healthy relationships and friendships and stuff. Right, right. I agree. I agree. I, I, I don't. I don't really have anything to add. You both hit it on a, the nail on a cough. I mean, totally agree. Yeah. I, mean, I just think it's a shame, though, that sometimes you know a lot of people block their blessings too because of the the way they feel. You know, you can someone could just be in the elevator and just say, "Hey, good morning," and some the woman or female might say, "I, I got a man," or "I'm bothered," or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, "Hey, I just want to say good morning." So I think men and women, because of these perceptions or these misconceptions that they have, they do block a lot of blessings that it could be their their soulmate that right it's right there to say hello. Absolutely. It's just like, I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, I was going to add to what Lee was saying. You know, sometimes it's, that's the first response because it's almost like I have to protect myself Mm -hmm. because when I didn't, you know. You got hurt. Right. Or or you get the bombarding of, oh, you ain't this. You you know what I'm saying? Then it's a verbal assault when it was like, I I should be okay. Right. Right. I can be okay with telling you I'm not interested in you in that manner. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. We can still have a conversation, but if I'm not interested in you in that particular manner, that should be fine. There should be no no more discussion unless you just want to have a general conversation. Right. And I was going to piggyback off of that, similar to what you were saying, that there are many times when... You know, you have been in relationships or friendships and things have gone south and you don't necessarily recover from it or you don't go to therapy to or work through it. You right. just, you kind of become hardened and cold and jaded to, you know, every other experience. And it's like, it's over a billion people in the world. You let one person, you know, keep you from finding that, for, you know, your potential soulmate, you know, you just never worked through what happened before or even if you didn't necessarily get closure from them, you know, was able to create it yourself. Like I said, there's 
the boundaries that have to be put into place. But like for me, having been in the military and having to work with a lot of men as a military policeman, it was like the the interaction I had with the females was few, far, and in between because my unit was full of men and limited on, you know, other females within the unit. It was only three of us. So it was like day in and day out. Those were, no, these are my brothers. No more, no less. You know, if you see us all out, that that's one thing. You know, we're out as a group, not anything else. So the the dynamics have to be right for sure. All right, so let's get into what's happening in these internet streets. I don't know if you all heard about it, but recently an NBA player and his fiance called off their engagement. And the player sent a letter via his lawyer <laughs> requesting that she return <laughs> the $1.4 million ring back. She expressed it was a gift. So here are two questions. Is he wrong for requesting his gift back since they are no longer getting married? And when friendships or relationships end, are we keeping any items that the person has given us or are we expected to return those? What are we doing on that? Lee, I'd like to hear your take on it. I, I knew it. I was, I was trying to find a way to shut my camera off. I was like, I know this is coming towards me. Yeah, yeah. The thing is this. I'm going to say that he's wrong in trying to get the ring back. But I will say this, though. The ring was, was symbolic of a bond, a union that they were going to be a part. And if that union is not there, then why would the ring still need to be part of her? If there's not no union anymore. So again, that's six in one hand, half a dozen in the other, because again, I do feel like, you know, if it was a gift, then yeah, he's, he's wrong for asking for it back. But in the grand scheme of things, and again, I know that's going to sound bad, but again, if this is about a union and you're no part and this union is no longer going to be something that's happening, why would the woman want that ring? anymore to kind of remind her of what did not happen or what could have been. So it's just a slippery slope. Again, I feel two ways about the situation. Yeah. I, I y'all, y'all can drag me. Y'all can drag me. No, I, I'm, I, I'm, you know what? I, actually, I was about to say, because that's fair for me not having any background information as of to why they called off the you know the wedding or the engagement is it something that she's still holding on to hope because I can't speak for but I know a lot of women hey if we've been through all of this with you and we've gotten to the point of engagement it's almost like I'm holding on for that little bit of hope not necessarily that I want to cause you any harm or pain, but at at the point that she may be at, it's like, I can't let it go. Like, I've been with you through this. I've done this with you because I can't speak for every other woman, but I can speak for myself. I felt that way oftentimes in a breakup because it's like, hey, 
I was devoted to you. Now all of a sudden we not doing this, you know, and then it's like, well, you, you gave me this. I'm keeping it, whatever. But then, you know, you, I look at the other side is it's a gift. If I give you something, whether we work out or not, do I come back and say, you know what? I bought you them Jordans or I bought you this or I bought you that. I'm going to need for you to give me that back. You you see what I'm saying? Then it's like, oh, well, we were together during the time I bought I bought them because I thought we were going somewhere. You know, we were going to be together. It was going to be more. It's just so right. It's a lot of caveats. Yeah, I, but for I, me, I, I I probably at this point in my life I would have been like, you know what? Here's your ring. I wish you the best. Or look, I'm, I'm pulling something out of the sky right now. It appears that they were busy and their lives weren't messing together. So that's what some news that just fell out and I just grabbed. And so, you know, so what, how do you feel about that now? So here is my question. If we aren't meshing, because usually that's not something that happens right Overnight? away. You, yeah, you, you, you know. Wait a, you you know so why would you propose that that would be my question if there's friction if there is we're really not why do you propose you know and i guess that's where the whole maturity thing comes in it's like hey as much as i may care for you or as much as i may love you we're not spending enough time together or i don't feel like our schedules are at a point where we can coexist or, you know, really function as husband and wife. And that's not going to cut it for me. I'm going to have to take my losses now. You know, if fate should, should see it that we get back together, then that's something different. But just to, I don't know, that, you know, that that whole, I guess that would be my question. Were you meshing when you proposed? I think they did it for sure. show personally. If I just think, I mean, again, I don't know personally, but I didn't pull anything off the air for that one. But like the ring is like when you engage, that's like a a promise to do something to accept it right. because yes, we are going to get now. Right after y'all get married, it's like okay, now it's yours, yours. And if things don't work out, then you can take it to the pawn shop. You can do whatever you want with it, but you have fulfilled your contract obligation. But getting married, so, so like it's yours. But beforehand, if you say you won't give it back, then give it back to him. But you know, so all right, Diane, Diane, let me jump on what you just said. Then, so she has up until the night before the wedding to technically give the ring back. But once they get married, it's hers. It's, it's, it's hers. Okay, I just want <laughs> we're in agreement on that. We're in agreement with that then. Okay. All right. So uh, uh, up in, up until they say I do, she should just give it back. Right. And if he's making I, money like that and the ring costs that much. Oh, no, money, no, 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 if she was the cause of the breakup after they get married, then it should be written somewhere that you got to give it back. After the wedding, when it's technically hers, but if she causes 
you know, the dissolution to the marriage, then she has to get back. I don't, I guess, I don't believe in prenups. I don't believe in prenups. And I guess here's my question. How old are they in the level of maturity? Right. He 24, I think. I think um, oh. I think he's like 24. I think, and I don't I'm know. Not, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that young people can't. Yeah. I'm not saying that, yet, but it's like, okay, you're 24. I'm sure he is experiencing new things or everybody is at him. And that might that might be an introduction of something he's he he didn't have before. Well, I'm not condoning I'm not condoning it either way, but what I'm saying is you're young, you know, you may not have had certain experiences and now, you know, like, hey, I got my own store that I could just go in at any time and you know, hey, I, I can have lollipops today and I can have a candy bar 20 minutes later. <laughs> I can have a bag of chips. You know, it's, sometimes it's, and like I said, it's the level of maturity that comes with it. And if it was me, I would have given the ring back where I'm at now, but I could kind of see if she's younger, she might be like, nah, partner, you called this off or you made this decision you had me waiting. And then you have to take into account whatever state they're in because some states are like, listen, you gave it to her. Yeah. It is considered a gift. Mm-hmm. Count your losses and go where you're going. Right. You know, an expensive lesson. It may be an it may be an expensive lesson to learn. Mm-hmm. But one thing I was always taught, there's no sense like bought sense. And he paid for that. <laughs> the, Every um, dollar. The other thing, but you know, keeping keeping items after a relationship or friendship is over. I know for myself, I don't want I don't want the stuff. Depending on what it is. Depending on what it is. Sneakers, <laughs> jewelry, stuff like that, I'll keep. But if like or depending on how the relationship is, then I'm taking everything. I don't want it. So you can have I don't want nothing. Aspect. Listen, I have artwork that have people done. listen. Uh-uh. No, you ain't getting this artwork back. You bought this for me. This was uh, my birthday gift. This was my Christmas gift. Or this was a whatever gift. A girl, I saw this and I picked this up for you. It is mine. Once you tell, once you give it to me, it is mine. Now, if it's the engagement ring, like I said, that's different because we're not going any further. I'm going to give you your ring back. Do you, partner. But for me, the other stuff, oh, you, you better not even ask me for it. Yeah, this is, <laughs> yeah, this, this, this right here, this is going, 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 totally going to different. I need, I'm just going to step back and I'm going to say, you know what? I'm going to switch this topic right now. I'm going to just kind of, I'm just going to move this along right here. And I'm going to get, I'm going to bring another question into there. Wow. Okay. So, so when it comes to marriage, so does a married man, you know, yeah, we're going back to love now. We come back over here now. So when it comes to marriage, does a married man have to cut off all his single girlfriends? Or do we need to do a better job of setting boundaries and marriage and friendships of the opposite sex? Mm-hmm. So this kind of goes back to our beginning question, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. but now, you know, this is when you're actually in 
the relationship. Okay. This is right. now. This is big. This is major yeah. right now. So now. you know, and, and 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 again, I hate to do it like this because again, this is for the man. This is not going towards the woman. Does a woman need to cut her friendships off? It's like, does the man have to cut off his single women friends? So, ladies, what do you what do you think? I think it should go both ways. If there, if my mate says, hey, I have an issue with X, Y, and Z. I, like I said before, boundaries are definitely in place. They, they are there for a reason. Mm-hmm. It is me and my mate. I should be disciplined enough to say, hey, I have a wife or I have a husband. You know, some things we won't be able to do like we did before. Well, or, I, 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 Name, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I'm, no you're fine. What I'm, I guess, let me. I think the question more so is because should the man right. proactive, no, proactively cut off the single woman girlfriends when he's in a relationship? Not that the, his his wife says, "Hey, do no. this for me." Should the man proactively, if he's getting married, and he no, has, no, no, that's what I'm saying. That's okay. what I'm saying. As a proactive thing. Boundaries are in place. I now have a mate. I have a spouse. That that's a different. That is a higher level of respect. Not to say that you shouldn't respect your relationship when you're exclusively dating or dating. You should have a plan in place. If you come to me and say, "Hey, Quana, you know, I know you and LB have been friends for forever." but it makes me feel uncomfortable or what have you, or I would prefer that you not. Guess what? Lee, as my husband, I'm definitely going to respect what my husband says. I agree. Hey, I agree. You know, I love you, LB. You know, you're my friend or what have you, but we have to put boundaries in place because I don't ever want Lee. I'm not going to have, you will never question me right. as my as my husband. And I think that for men and women, again, you can do that proactively. You can be proactive in that. It doesn't have to wait until something happens or something comes up or what have you. Because there should be a level of respect that should be had anyway. Because, hey, I'm no longer single. I'm married. Mm-hmm. So as your friend, I may call and check on you all, but... We we can't hang out like we used to. Mm-hmm. I think, well, I mean, me personally, I think men can be naive in situations like that, too. Because, again, men can really think that, you know, the woman is just a friend. And not thinking that, you know, they might be trying to have alternative motives or That's... maybe not even feel that it's really affecting their, their wife. And so, really and so you know... Maybe they not they not being proactive because they like you know hey you know the girl just just a friend you know I I love you wife and she's just a friend you know it's nothing here and the wife might see something else or maybe think she sees something else and it's like hey yeah it it, it, like hey you need to you need to cut this off and then the man's like but why I, I don't understand why do I need to cut it off when nothing is going on so you know. Again, that's just one of the things that just, you know, men sometimes are naive in situations like that because, again, they don't know. They just they really think they're really just a friend. And the girl's like, you know. Your focus is more so, okay, this is my wife. This is where my focus is. You're not even 
thinking about, oh, well, she always bringing me plates or, you know, you she know, said we, we X, don't Y, and Z. Right. <laughs> You're not we picking don't. up on that. And I mean, I'm married myself. And I mean, my wife right. does stuff and I'm not even picking up on stuff. And she's like, you know, I'm doing this and X, Y, Z. And I'm like this. Okay. Okay. And she's like, no, this is my love language. And I'm like, oh, oh, oh. I get it now. So, you know, men can be naive. And so I'm like, yeah, exactly. You know, my wife's doing all these special things. And I'm just thinking like, okay, cool. You know, she just added an extra piece of meat on my sandwich or something. I don't know. And it's really love language is saying, hey, you know, this is me being appreciative of what you've done for the house. And I'm like, oh, I need you to tell me. I don't, you know, because I don't, I can't, you know, so men are naive in situations like that, too. You know, a man can just think that the girl is just a a person that they just want advice from. And then the wife can actually be like, no, you know, she's plotting on you. So that's why she's asking you for these different advice to see where you're at. So she can use that to get you. You're like, oh, snap, for real? And you know what? I have seen that, especially for men that are providers and when I say providers like they're just used to hey okay well I need to do this or I need to do that or hey you need I see you got a flat let me put some air in your tire they not even you because it's second nature Mm -hmm. for them to just take care of it right you know she's looking at it as oh you know right my wife says she's that she's like, I'm a like fixer. My wife says, I'm a fixer. <laughs> she's like, you like to fix everything. And I mean, I'm a naturally answer. I'm a fix everybody's problem. And that's right. just me being me. And then on the backside, she's like, look, you know, yeah. And I'm like, oh, snap, for real? <laughs> like, you, you never even. <laughs> and I just won't, you know, just trying to help a dance on the stress, maybe. I don't know. Peace. You gotta take care. 